You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you here on a Tuesday. And we've got a great show lined up for you today. At 420, we'll do Cyclones Conversation with Alex Halstead. 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Once again, that's coming up roughly all in about uh, 18 minutes from right now. Uh, 440, uh, Chris Cotello will join us. Major League Baseball, SB Nation, and Major League Daily Dish on Major League Baseball. And the, the Cubs, as we speak, are sucking pond water against Pittsburgh. Uh, at 515, Bobby Lages, Land of Ten. Uh, we'll talk to him about the Hawkeyes and at 535 to the National Football League, Andrew Garda, Pro Football Weekly. He'll be our guest. How you doing, kid? Uh, not too bad, Jimmy B. Getting uh, back into it here today after a night of uh, highs and lows. My Timberwolves got it done, as you would expect yes. against a Grizzlies team tanking. Twins, though, uh, took it on the chin and, and watching Justin Verlander last night, Jimmy B., Boy, is he uh, it just incredible. It felt like he was on the downside of his career, that, that it was it was over. You know, he was going to keep pitching and doing his thing, but for him being a top-flight pitcher, those days were over. And, and he started to really improve as the season went on last year in Detroit. He then made the trade with the Astros, decided right at the last moment to accept that trade and go to Houston. And he is just absolutely dealing in his 14 starts since that trade, he's 11 and one. His ERA is well under two. It's a uh, it's a beauty when you get to see a guy like that at the top of his craft in action, and that was certainly the case last night. So, little highs, little lows, but I'm ready to roll here, Jimmy B. <laughs> Getting going here All on right. a Tuesday. Sounds like a plan to me, pal. And uh, with Major League Baseball finally playing, I was getting a kick out of the White Sox grounds crew trolling the Cubs ground crew on uh, on Twitter saying, well, we got our uh, opening game in, but you guys didn't because you had snow. Uh, we, had, we laughed about that yesterday. Well, wait a minute. Does it only snow on the north side? It doesn't snow on the south side? What, what's going on here? And then you referenced the sprinklers came on and froze the field yep. So uh, uh, at Wrigley. But today, uh, the Cubs are indeed playing, and they're getting their hat handed to them uh, right now by the Pirates. So, uh, you know, look, it's it's way early in the season, yep. but I, I still hear I still hear grumblings from Cubs fans like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" Just shut up, will you, please? I'm tired of hearing that. Well, then don't listen to them, Jim. It's not I, like people if they're are in all over. Ear. I know they're all over Twitter, though. It's, then don't follow don't them. Don't tweet me. Then don't follow them. <laughs> it's it's very simple, Jim. You can live a life however you want to live it. Yes. If, if those people annoy you, guess what? There is an unfollow button, and you don't have to see them on there, Jim. It's as simple as that. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, you, I've got a lot of work to do tonight. You I'm, I'm going to have to. You get all yeah. riled up about these people on message I boards. Do. You get riled up yeah. on people on Twitter. It's very simple. If you don't like it, don't click on it. You're too old for that. We can't get you all fired up, Jimmy B. Your, your heart can't take it anymore. I mean, you're, you're in the final stretches here. We got you getting all fired up about dorks on Twitter. Settle down. If they're upsetting you, don't let it happen. All right. Thank you, pal. I appreciate you having my back there. 
All right, that's what I'm going to do then. So when I'm done with the show and later tonight when I'm relaxing, having a, a bite to eat at the refreshment stand and watching games, I will have the iPad out. You know I do it. it you've seen me do it. Mm-hmm. Sit there and, uh, and work it. I will begin then to delete. I feel like that professional wrestler guy. Which he's one of the Hardy Boys, and he goes, delete, delete, delete. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit and try to eliminate imbeciles from my Twitter. Well, I'll take your word for it because I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I will be watching wrestling of some variety tonight, Jimmy B. The long-awaited documentary on Andre yes. the Giant, 10 o'clock tonight on HBO, and that is appointment television this evening. I put it on the DVR. Might get to it a little bit later, depending on what else is going on, but I will be watching that one at some point this evening. Really looking forward to it. I grew up in that era, the era where you know, he became him and Hulk Hogan back and forth in the mid-'80s yep. and into the late-'80s. That was my time period that I actually watched wrestling. Then, unlike you, I grew up and moved past it. But you, you still like your Hardy Boys and whatever else is going on in that God. Well, I haven't grown story. up yet. There's yeah, a big true. difference between that's you true. and me. I haven't, I haven't grown up yet. But I, I've, <laughs> I've heard good things about the documentary. I'm looking forward to it. About an hour and a half tonight, so... I'm going to guess you're going to be glued to that one this evening as well, Jim. I, I'm really looking forward, uh, forward to it just like you are. Um, look, I, I, and I've told the story, so I won't relive it. But No, no, no. Uh, I, 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 lo- I love this story, Jimmy B. Are, are, you, are you talking about the time that you met the Giant? Yes. Well, let's, yeah. let's hear it again because we got new listeners. We got different people. We're at a different time period. So take us back, Jimmy B., you and Andre the Giant was my first major market television anchor job in beautiful Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, uh, and the giant uh, came, and they were doing a show. And so I went there uh, with the cameraman uh, to interview Andre the Giant. And so they sent the live truck over, and they said, uh, hey, when you do the interview, instead of doing it, you know, you can tape the interview, but we want to do a live shot with you uh, with Andre the Giant by the ring. So I said, okay, that, that's fine. So I went over about an hour early and taped the interview with Andre. And then I, we fed it back to the station. They cut it up and put it in a, a reasonable time frame. Normally about a minute ten was about all we ever used for those. And then when they came back to me live at the arena, after I had introduced it live and the piece ran, they came back to me live at the arena. Andre is standing there, and I am, Trent, I'm sitting, literally, I am sitting in his hand. I look like a puppet <laughs> sitting in Andre the Giant's hand for the clothes that we did. And to this day, it is an indelible mark that I still have in my cranium someplace. And when anybody references Andre the Giant, I begin to tell that story because he left an immediate impact on me. Nicest guy in the world. Wouldn't want to be in the ring with him, but he was the nicest guy in the world. When he shakes your hand, my whole hand and half my arm disappeared. I didn't know if I was going to get it back. That's how big his hands were. But as I said before, his English, 
difficult to understand a little bit, and you can understand that sure. from the so-called French Alps. But he was legit seven feet tall, legit, mm-hmm. and just a mountain of a man. At that time, I'm probably saying he probably weighed between four and 500 pounds. Absolutely incredible. Uh, and, and just watching him in the ring, it's it's crazy to see a guy of that size and the way that he got around it. And before he got later in his career, how well he moved for a big guy of that size. And I think that's something that, you know, for people that maybe just watched it during that time period late in his career, don't realize how well he moved. No, you're right. I mean, he was very agile, very agile. And he he had, and I, I forget the name of the disease. The Big Show has it as well, but now they, they can control it. And Andre had this disease, and uh, all it does is it makes you grow and grow and grow and keep growing. And he knew he was going to die. There was no cure for it, essentially. And he just got bigger and bigger until, of course, he was his heart exploded and he was done. But uh, from that standpoint, you you the magnitude that he was, and he was billed as the eighth wonder of the world. And from that standpoint, you know, back then you believed it. Sure, sure. Remember, there's 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 no internet, there's no phones, there's there's no computers like what we have today. You you went there to see the giant, and every time he appeared, uh, Trent, he packed every, every building that he ever appeared in. And think about this. The way travel is now today with guys make that kind of money with the private jets and things like that. Mm-hmm. Andre the Giant, if he was going to fly, he had to rent the whole row. I mean, buy the whole row up the, for the ticket yep. because he was that big, that Big. So, and he was in pain constantly uh, later on in his career. Unbelievable uh, story, unbelievable life that he led, and uh, Jimmy B sat in his hand. That shows yes. you. So, yeah. so, so, of course, uh, I'm also interested tonight to see what they do with some of the crazy stories with him, you know, sitting down and, and drinking 150 beers in one sitting and those yep. kind of things, and, and see if they can maybe pull a little bit of truth out. Of what they saw there. Now, Jimmy B, you are a drinking lightweight. At best, I can get you to have two cocktails, and uh, that's <laughs> that's the limit for you at 130 pounds. But see, I'm going to guess you didn't what, get in. About 150, 150. Yeah, now, right, give me yeah, some right. credit. 150. I'm going to guess you didn't get in a drinking contest with the giant, right? <laughs> no, I did not do that. <laughs> oh my God! Look, I. I, some of the he, he is legendary from that standpoint, and the amount of food that he could eat, and I, I mean, it, it was it was reported one time he could consume like five to six thousand calories a day. Oh, I bet just it's more than that. I I, I heard oh. that he drank seven thousand calories a day. Just oh my he god, drank. That doesn't oh even take God, food Trent. into Whoa. the equation. So. <laughs> it's uh, oh going to be a good one tonight. Really looking yeah, forward to it that. Will and be. and uh, something a little bit different. So we'll reconvene tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more and give our thoughts on that one. 10 o'clock again tonight on HBO, Jimmy B. Uh, yesterday, the, the news broke right as we took the air that Iowa State mm-hmm. not going to be playing their spring game on Saturday. Speaking of your Twitter, what what was the reaction that you heard from the people out there? Uh, a couple of uh, at least disappointed, not upset, 
but disappointed you know, Cyclone fans from the people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they, they, I think they realized what the weather factor was going to be. So I think the disappointment of the realization that they're not going to be able to view their team on Saturday, uh, I, and I understand that. But I think once you listen to head coach Campbell's uh, definition of why they canceled it, I think most fans understood it but i think the, the the disappointment factor is definitely there particularly trent when now next couple of days are going to be warm and dry and then saturday it's going to be 45 and pouring rain mm-hmm. and then sunday possible snow flurries again so i i i understand it maybe they just felt that you know not that many people were going to show up anyway if the conditions are that bad and since you're not really playing a real game, it doesn't mean anything. So let's just can it and make sure our athletes, uh, nobody gets hurt. So I, I understand it from, from that aspect. But most of what I saw from Cyclone fans was just disappointment that they weren't going to be able to see their team. Yeah. And, and you could understand that certainly. We just, we, we get so few glimpses. At mm-hmm. football, and when you you feel like you're going to have an opportunity when you're not able to see it, there is disappointment. You certainly understand that, but that is what's going to be happening. No spring game for Iowa State. The Hawkeyes, on the other hand, they'll have their spring game a week from Friday over in Iowa City. We'll talk with Bobby Lajess a little bit. Spring football earlier today. Ken O'Keefe, the quarterback coach, along with Keaton Copeland, the wide receivers coach, talked over to the media, along with a couple of players. We'll get Bobby Lajess thoughts on that one. But coming up next, we're going to talk more Cyclones. Alex Halstead is stopping by first. And uh, a quote from yesterday talking about the offensive coordinator position isn't filled. Matt Campbell talked about that a little bit last night during that press conference. Want to get Alex Halstead's read. I thought some interesting quotes coming out from Coach Campbell on not naming an offensive coordinator, him manning the ship, at least to this time, and uh, no pun intended there with Tom Manning moving on to the Indianapolis <laughs> Colts. We'll come back here. We're talking Cyclones next with Alex Halstead. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Don't miss Scott's Days at your local Ace, our biggest lawn and garden sale of the spring. Right now, buy any bag of Scott's fertilizer and get a free $5 reward. Come back and use it anywhere in the store to make your home or yard look great. Hurry in for great deals throughout the store during Scott's Days. Now through Monday, only at Ace. Limit one bonus reward per Ace Rewards account at participating stores through April 16th. $5 reward delivered by mail. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. 
You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prome, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, our beast of burden is Alex Halstead. Uh, he's a, a regular on our show. We love having him on. Uh, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Alex, welcome to the Big Talker 1700. And when you first got the news that the Iowa State spring game was going to be canceled, what was your initial response? Well, you know, I guess it doesn't completely shock me because, you know, when you look at the forecast, I think it's, you know, 47 degrees is the high and probably the feel like is lower and 70% chance of rain. I think just a combination of 
of what the field's going to be like and the crowd was probably going to be like. It's not a shock, but I think you know, the, the big response I, I got after I put it out there was there was some disappointment, and I think generally you don't get a ton from spring games. You know, you see these things televised on Big Ten Network and Pac-12 Network and SEC Network, and um, I think you know some of them are streamed online, and ESPN's carrying the Clemson game this weekend. I mean, so they've become a bigger deal, but I think in general you don't see a lot because you're not going to see David Montgomery. You're not going to see Kyle Kemp. You're not going to see Hakeem Butler and stuff like that. But I think it would have been interesting for both media and fans to see guys like, you know, Matt Leo get some reps and Tariq Milton get some reps and, um, you know, and some of those guys. You know, some of the guys we're hearing a lot about and how they've emerged and might play roles next year, but we've never seen them. I think that's the exciting part for, for fans and the intriguing part for the media you know, we've been talking to these coaches and hearing so much about them, and so I think a lot of people look forward to seeing what they're actually doing, how they're being used. But in general, you don't get a lot. I think it's just there's a lot of excitement for this team right now, and and now fans don't get a, get a glimpse at them until September 1st. Going to be a long, long summer and a long wait. How about you guys in the media, Alex? Uh, will you at least get a glimpse there? Will you have an opportunity to talk to them after the scrimmage? What kind of access are you guys going to get as opposed to the fan base inside of Jack Trice? Yeah, so, you know, they're through 12 practices right now, so they've got three left. And, and obviously, the spring game always is the 15th and final. You get 15 practices in three scrimmages, and the spring game is always the third scrimmage allowed by the NCAA. And so we won't get to see that now uh, because of they're moving it indoors, and I don't know if it's too cramped or what, but you know, Matt Campbell said it's going to be closed off to really everybody. I think I think families and stuff like that can still come. I don't know how, how they're going to pack everyone into the indoor complex, but we won't get to see it, but we will talk to Campbell after that scrimmage one more time um, and some players after that. But, yeah, we're not really going to get any glimpse this spring. I think in the past we've gotten the first practice and then the spring game, so we've gotten to see a little bit, uh, but we're going to have to wait till fall camp ourselves. That first fall camp practice I think we'll get to see, and by then we'll see freshmen and stuff like that. But, yeah, long wait for anybody to really know much other than what we're hearing behind the scenes or what Campbell's telling us in terms of the progress through, you know, now 12 practices. Alex, uh, you know, bits and pieces of things uh, reported by you and others that cover the team on an everyday basis uh, have been uh, un- un- leaked out to the by, the by the news media. And I'm real curious when you have a chance to talk to Matt Campbell and the offensive situation I, I thought it was pretty interesting and Trenton referenced it uh, just before we we brought you on the show about who's going to call plays how are they going to do it and is it going to be by committee is it just Campbell I mean wh- what what have you been able to gleam out of that yeah so you know everything that I've heard is that you know basically if they do name an offensive coordinator I think it's kind of just more of a, a title the feeling that they need to have somebody with that title but right now i'm not even 100 percent convinced that they're going to name a coordinator matt campbell was asked about it again yesterday and he said that you know he thinks he's doing a pretty good job um so he's not going to fire himself was kind of his joke and and what he's what he's basically saying without saying it, and he's alluded to it several times and kind of have heard the same thing is you know matt campbell has always been pretty involved a lot more involved than i think people thought in the play-by-play play calling you know on game days and obviously tom manning was the offensive coordinator and he was heavily involved, but Brian Gasser was very heavily involved in when they would call pass plays, uh, the wide receivers coach. And so it's always been kind of a collective effort for sure game planning. And now I think play calling, it sounds like Matt Campbell is going to be the main play caller. And then you're going to have a guy like Brian Gasser, who's been with him all the way back to Toledo, who's always been 
involved in the pass game play calling is probably going to be heavily involved as well. So whether or not he names a coordinator, if he did, I, you know, it might be someone like a Brian Gasser. But there's a chance right now that he just doesn't name an offensive coordinator, that he, in effect, is the offensive coordinator. And either way, whether he names a coordinator or not, you know, he's going to be involved in that call, play calling you know, on game days. You mentioned uh, Coach Campbell saying that he's not going to fire himself. <laughs> the first time I read that from you last night and the tweet that you had out there on Twitter, I, I was taken back a little bit. I don't know, and it's tonal, so help me out here. Smile on his face, joking around a little bit. Is that how it was, or was he, hey, I'm doing a good job, I'm not firing myself. How was the tone of that one? Because it just took me as a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, I think it was just kind of a joking tone. I mean, that's how he kind of started off when he was asked about it. Then he did end up circling back around and saying that, you know, basically that anything good or bad that happens now, you know, with the offense, the blame goes through him, whether it's good or bad, you know. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of saying, I think at the same time, when he circled back around to that at the end was that, you know, if if they do get to the season and they don't have an offensive coordinator and people aren't happy against South Dakota State with a play call, then they can blame Campbell and not – you know, maybe if it was Tom Manning or whoever right, else right. in the past. So, you know, I think he's he's trying to say you know, right now that he's the offensive coordinator and that, you know, things are going to run through him, but it's going to be collective. He said the whole staff is involved, and um, that's kind of how they've done it. He said the only – and Brian Gasser said earlier this spring, the only thing that's really changed is the voice. You know, other than that, they're still all kind of have the, having the same involvement. A step further on that with you, Alex, is is there a concern in your mind about – him maybe stretching himself too thin, not just the head coach, but also the coordinator. I know other guys do it. It, it happens across football, but is at the very least that's something that's sitting in the back of your mind? Well, I think the one thing that alleviates a little bit is, you know, when you look at the defensive side, you've got, you know, John Haycock running the show, and, you know, he's a, a former head coach himself. And so I think they've gotten to the point defensively where they kind of let Haycock do what he wants to do. And, you know, all of that. And, you know, Campbell's always been involved on both sides of the ball. And In fact, when we went to practices, the two areas you're ever going to see Campbell at practice, in terms of public view, I'm sure, that, you know, through the course of a rest of a spring or a fall camp or a season, he's elsewhere. But on the first practices that we've ever gotten to see, he's always either with the offensive line or the defensive line. And so he's always been very involved in the trenches. But I think overall, he has a lot of trust in Haycock and, and his his being a veteran coach to kind of run that. So I think that's the one thing that maybe alleviates some concerns, you know, probably for for me looking on and then probably for fans is that, you know, he doesn't maybe have to devote the time defensively because of what they have set up over there. But it will be interesting. But I think at the same time, you know, I won't be surprised if we see Joel Gordon, the quarterback's coach, and a former offensive coordinator at a lower level, and Brian Gasser be involved to the point where, you know, Campbell's have to be involved so much in the day-to-day game planning as on game days. You know, in the past, I've heard that he's had, he had always had final sign off on, play, on a play that went in, and now maybe he's just a step more involved in doing that. Alex Halstead is our guest here on the Big Talker 1700 7 Cyclone Alert. We're talking about the Cyclones. I'm I'm real curious because of the talent that was lost. Wide receivers, Lazard. Uh, everybody uh, immediately talks to him. Starting linebacker Joel Lanning. Is it you still have stars though on that team? You have stars at wide receiver, you have a stud running back, and you have a quarterback who is returning from being the starter and beating Oklahoma on the road. 
I'm just what what do you get as far as say temperament? Are people looking at this Iowa State team to be even better than they were last year? Yeah, I think for the most part, most people expect them to be at least at least match what they did last year. You know, when I think I don't know the early projections and stuff aren't out yet. ESPN's football power index has them between six or seven wins right now, and that'd be about what they had about what they finished last year going into the bowl game. So I think there's expectations that they could be better last year but there are you know some key pieces they have to replace before you can say that and that's kind of what defensive coordinator john haycock talked about specifically on the defensive side last night was that you know they do lose joel lanning and they lose jd wagner at defensive end and they lose all three starting safeties and they like the pieces that come in but right now it's just about those guys getting reps you know matt campbell i asked him last night you know who stood out this spring through 12 practices and he listed off four of the names um for me and, and you know to be for there for him, you know, when he's mentioned names in the past, he's he's rarely sugarcoated. Guys he's mentioned or gone out of his way to mention have typically shown up at some point in the near future. And one of the names he mentioned last night was Orion Vance, um, the redshirt freshman who's been battling at middle linebacker. And if he can step in and and become that starter and that mainstay at middle linebacker, that solves a lot of issues just because you don't have to search around. Now he did say that race is wide open, but that's the biggest thing right now is just getting guys to replace those guys, but luckily for them, they do have a lot of returning guys. You have Brian Peavy and DeAndre Payne at the corners, Ray Lima and Jaquan Bailey on the defensive line. But, you know, three of those offensive linemen, I guess four offensive linemen, started six or more games last year and, and several of them every game. So you do have a lot of experience returning. It's just returning. It's replacing a couple of those key pieces like an Alan Lazard, a Joel Lanning, um, a Jake Campos, and that's kind of what they have to figure out this spring and then into the fall. So I uh, want to jump over to a little bit of recruiting with you, Alex. Let's start on the football side of things. Over the weekend, Iowa State picks up a uh, safety for the 2019 class. What can you tell us about the incoming guy from uh, down south, Von Zell Kelly, uh, making his way next season to Ames? Yeah, so you know, Von Zell Kelly is uh, a guy that you know, kind of flew under the radar a little bit you know, in terms of just you know, he, he's had a relatively quiet recruitment. Kansas had offered him, but it's an area that Iowa State's trying to continue to recruit harder, you know, Missouri in general, but the Kansas City kind of area. And so, um, you know, he's the eighth commit in the class. They've now got seven of the eight, eight commits to today are from the Midwest. And so the thing we've really seen in this recruiting class is the Midwest focus, and that continues with, with Kelly, who, you know, I, I talked to our recruiting analyst, uh, Alan True, who's seen, seen him a little bit, and He's between six foot and six foot one back there, and probably going to play safety for Iowa State. But you know, Alan True thinks that he's still got a lot of upside in terms of, you know, he's not nearly as good as he could be right now because he's. I think he's kind of a track athlete and, and has that speed, and so I think he's a little bit raw, but he can continue to develop. But you know, like I said, they've got a lot of guys that they've targeted early, and this is going to be a smaller class. So I'm interested to see how they proceed in terms of. I think there's probably a point where they get the players they kind of want early. They slow down and then continue to push for some of those big, you know, high-level targets. But isn't Campbell still operating like he did last year where he makes several offers, uh, like much more than a lot of coaches? Oh, sorry, I think I, I think that part cut out. Uh, isn't, isn't Campbell operating like he did last year where he makes a lot of offers, much more than other coaches? Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of offers going out. Um I'm not sure that philosophy has or will change, but I think it, at times it seems slower. It seems like they've they've kind of keyed in on guys. You know, when you look at the quarterback position, 
they've only offered four quarterbacks and they got their guy. You know, one of the one of the offers they made was a really early offer. So they really only went after maybe two quarterbacks and they got got, you know, Easton Dean out of Kansas, a guy that they really pushed for. And so you know, there you you don't you're not seeing maybe ten quarterbacks to get one. So you have seen it slow down a little bit, but I think overall they're still offering a number of kids. And I haven't seen a lot of offers, you know, in recent months as much as you know. Part of the reason that they rack up so many offers is they offer kids so early that then blow up and then they're kind of out on. You know, you'll see them offer kids who, you know, a lot of kids from Michigan who once you get that Michigan or Michigan State offer, it might be harder to pull them out. And so they offer those kids so early that then. By the time we get to this point, the recruitment a year later, you know, you kind of already know where they're going. But, you know, the offers are still, I don't know where it's at, it's probably close to 200 right now. Um, but it might be a lower total this year because, you know, they've already got eight commits. And if, if things do settle in, they might get to the point where they're being more selective later on because they have a lot of the pieces they need. Like, you know, have they not had a quarterback, they might still be offering quarterbacks. But by getting one early, now you might not see any more go out. So uh, over the weekend, Kobe McEwen, uh, transfer on the basketball hardwood, uh, taking some visits, uh, taking a look at some programs that came in and visited him. Uh, Iowa State didn't make the finalists, though. Creighton, Marquette, Grand Canyon, the fi- three finalists for him. Where's Iowa State turning next as they uh, look at that transfer market? Yeah, so that one was a little bizarre. I talked to his AAU coach who had told me that you know Steve Prohm would go in Sunday and, and meet with him, and, and then later that night, you know, he came out with his three finalists, and I haven't heard a ton if you know if Iowa State offered, did they officially offer, and or not? Did he, did he settle on the schools that had for sure offered him, or or what? You know, that that was interesting to me. But there is a name that popped up today, and I talked to his AAU coach, uh, Prentice Nixon, out of you know Colorado State. He's transferring mm-hmm. now, and obviously transferring you know from uh, what is now Nico Medved's program, but. His AAU coach told me that he does not have a visit yet set with Iowa State in terms of in-home. There was a report um, from another reporter. I don't know who it was. It wasn't an Iowa State person, but it said Prom was going in Friday. I think that could happen. Um, the kids are originally from Illinois, the Chicago area, so you obviously have a, a you know a, an area type kid. You know, in your recruiting territory, a kid that is a sit-one, play-one point guard who um, led Colorado State in scoring last year. Um, so it sounds like Iowa State could go to see him, but his AAU coach told me that wasn't set. But there haven't been a ton of names. They've looked at a few grad transfers, but I, I, I just think it's going to end up being a sit-out transfer in the ideal situation. And you know, this Prentice Nixon looks like looks like he would maybe make some sense for them, especially with the guards that they could lose after next season if say Lindell Wigginton comes back and then leaves after next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. There's no question ab- about that. Have you had a, a chance to see any workouts by either Shyock or Jacobson? And if so, uh, can you gleam anything from those? Not a ton. You know, we I've seen uh, Shyock work out a little bit more. You can kind of see the athleticism, and um, I know he's worked on the three-point shot. It would be interesting to see if we see a little bit more of that. I, like we talked about before, you can only see so much in the Cap City League, and we'll see how they kind of handle that this year with what days they play on and all that. But you know, I think it'd be interesting to see how much his three-point shot has improved. But he's, you know, from the sounds of it, he's going to mostly be an attacking type guard, and so that's going to kind of be the big question when you look at those guards: is who who steps up and and is able to hit some of those threes. I think Wigginton proved to be a good three-point shooter. You know, he shot at forty percent or above last year and in a, a decent amount of threes. And so he's one guy, but who else kind of steps up with him? It'd be interesting to see if Shayak you know, becomes 
a little bit more of that role because at Virginia he was always kind of an attacking guy. And, you know, from what we've seen on, in him, and a lot of it non-game situations, like you said, just workouts, it kind of looks like he's that athletic that guy that can get to the rim for them. Good stuff, Alex. Going to keep an eye on that transfer market, keep you busy even though you don't got football. There's always something for you to talk about. We'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for your time today. Yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Sports at CycloneAlert.com. We're coming back. We're turning our attention over to the baseball field. Chris Cotillo from MLB Daily Dish. He's our guest next as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. It's Jimmy BNTC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. For today, partly to mostly sunny skies and a high near 54 degrees. Partly cloudy later on tonight and a low near 40. I'm local 5 meteorologist Taylor Canoost. Sponsored by Shell. Get the feeling of being rewarded with gold status at Shell with the Fuel Rewards Program. Download the Fuel Rewards app, join, and start saving 5 cents a gallon today. How would you like $50 to try an app that could change your life? For a limited time, when you download the Tackle app for free, you will get $50 off your first job. Tackle gives you access to background check providers ready to make your life better. Have your house clean, yard mode, junk hauled away, furniture put together, or hang a TV. Really, whatever small jobs or chores you need taken care of, Tackle can do. Need it done now? Well, most jobs can be finished in an hour or two. Ready for someone to make your life easier? There are hundreds. Hundreds of pre-priced chores you can tackle today. This is a limited time offer, so don't miss out. If you need a small job or chore done, then download the free Tackle app now and get $50 off your first job. Let Tackle show you how great it feels to get your to-do list done. That's Tackle. T-A-K-L. Let's tackle today. My name is Becky Mumi, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mumi, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. We take you up until 6 o'clock tonight, Jimmy B and TC. Time to turn our attention over to a little bit of baseball. Joining us right now, Chris Cotillo finishing up his senior year at North Carolina. And then, well, it's into the real world as he joins us here today. What's going on, Chris? How are you guys? Ah, things are good here. Starting to warm up a little bit. It's finally starting to feel like spring out there, though we got a winter storm coming in this weekend that'll thwart those plans of getting out on the golf course or going out to watch some baseball. Instead, uh, we get to deal with snow, which is just beautiful. But uh, things are about done for you at North Carolina, so now it's uh, the next step in your evolution. So you're just out there searching for jobs, right? Yeah, starting the full-time search now, hopefully. They'll be covering baseball, you know, you know, preferably nationally, like I have been for the last few years. But you know, it's uh, it's a tough job market. Starting to, you know, hopefully can uh, you know send my resume to a few places and uh, get a gig doing this. Because I've obviously loved doing it at a part time basis throughout high school and college. So you know, just doing it for you know forever would be a, a great you know way to spend a career in my mind. So you know, just kind of starting that process now and. Unfortunately, have to leave college. I think, like everybody, I wish I could stay forever, but uh, yep. you have to leave at some point and grow up. So there you go. Very, very true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Chris, it's. Uh, I'll tell you, you're you're as talented as they come. I, I know you're going to find something right away, and and looking forward to following your career because I think you got a very bright one in front of you. But let's get into the hardball and uh, talk about this start. It's been a weird one. You had the uh, well, the snow out yesterday on the north side of Chicago not on the south side because of some sprinklers that were flipped on 
at Wrigley Field this afternoon. The Cubs struggling against the Pirates. Let's start right there with the Cubs. It's early season. We'll put that caveat out there before every one of these. But the the Cubs, I expected them to come out guns a-blazing after last year. You know, falling short after winning the World Series the year before. Just haven't got going. Uh, concerning parts of this Cubs team as you watch them uh, play here over the first two weeks. Well, first of all, thanks. I appreciate your kind words to start there. But on the Cubs, you know, I think it's uh, it's obviously, like you said, extremely early. You know, they're within three games. I think nobody could have anticipated the Pirates coming out with a hot start. You know, the Mets and the Pirates and the Diamondbacks are those three teams. The Pirates you know, are the ones that you wouldn't expect to be so hot you know, after every move they made. And I'm sure they'll fade, but it's been you know, kind of cool to watch them over the first couple weeks. With the Cubs, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, this team is not a team that got off to a hot start last year. We saw that, yeah. you know, not blistering by any means. and kind of was sluggish throughout the whole year. So the key to them is to, you know, obviously I think a lot was attributed to a World Series hangover last year, like we talked about a lot. But now it's, it's time to, you know, really, you know, bear down. I think, you know, that, that starting rotation is strong. You know, Darvish, you expect a lot out of him after the contract they gave him. Obviously, Lester and Hendricks, Quintana, those guys. And, you know, the bullpen, I think, could be a concern moving forward. They didn't make that huge move like they have in the last couple of years. You know, it's been that kind of closer by committee, season to season kind of thing with Chapman and then Wade Davis. Now, Morrow, you know, could be a question mark moving forward. Not, you know, Greg Holland or Wade Davis or some of these other guys that switched teams this winter. So, you know, I think there are a couple question marks there for sure. I think the Brewers are going to be a team a lot of people are going to have an eye on just because they were good last year and obviously in it till the end and made some big moves this winter to go out and get the Christian Yelich and obviously Lorenzo Cain. Those happened within a couple hours of each other and really legitimized their pennant chases, pennant chase chances in my mind. You know, and the Cardinals obviously got Marcelo Zuna. So the Cubs will be just fine. It will be a long race that will go on throughout the summer. But, you know, it's, it's not, you know, as bad as some other teams we're seeing. We've seen some other contenders. You know, the Cubs are not as bad as the Dodgers right now or some other things, other teams. But, it all evens out the long season. And, you know, the Cubs, you know, if once the Pirates pay, which I expect they will, you get a lot of games against Cincinnati, who does not look good at all, and obviously the Pirates. And then, you know, those tough games, the games that will determine everything, will be the ones against St. Louis and Milwaukee. So uh, we will see how that goes as we go on. But 10 games in, you know, nothing to worry about. I think, you know, you'd rather obviously get off to a hot start, like we've seen those teams, the Pirates, the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. the Red Sox, the Mets do. But it's very, very early. Um, is Otani with the Los Angeles Angels the best 10 games in story that we've had in Major League Baseball in some time? Yeah, I think so, because I think, you know, you're talking about a guy that no matter what could not live up to expectations, and he kind of has. Like, if, you know, you call a guy the Japanese Babe Ruth, and he comes out and is the first guy since 1921, which I believe was Babe Ruth, to come out and win a game, and then the next day hit a home run, you know, and and being in the lineup. So I think, you know, it's something we haven't seen in, in literally almost 100 years. And um, the guy that, you know, has the whole world watching, of course, the whole country over there watching, the whole country here watching, and it's been a great story. I think, obviously, the sustainability of it is is the big question mark moving forward. If he is able to do this, they have two of the best baseball players in the world out there in Anaheim and a shell of a former one, a pool. So he's talking about a team that, if the pitching is healthy, could really – and make a run at a wild card. You know, Otani is a big question mark, and problem any team would love to have, deciding if he's going to be a pitcher or a hitter long term. But early returns, obviously, extremely, extremely strong, and I think you know, very cool to watch, especially because he had so many doubters coming out of spring training. And I think 
you know, the overreactions on him are going to be there no matter what. You know, he should be sent to the minors, some people said, after a bad spring training. Now he's the favorite to win an AL MVP after a week. You know, I think that might be a little a little bit of a stretch. But, you know, the overreaction <laughs> on him all the time just because of, you know, the legend that surrounds him. And I think, you know, we've expected that, but it's been very cool to watch so far. Yeah, it has been. And you mentioned those odds. Yeah, 3-2 to two favorite right now to be MVP. Yeah, maybe a little bit early there, but it's been a great story and really looking forward to it. I wouldn't take it. No, no, not my money going to be put down on that. All right, Chris, uh, let's jump over to a little bit more news. uh, uh, Today, a suspension handed down, Yadi Molina, a one-game suspension after his altercation, going toe-to-toe with Torrey Lovello of the Diamondbacks, the manager there. Lovello also hit with a fine. couple of uh, expletives throwing the way... uh, yeah, that, that that certainly can rile somebody up. Yadi Molina always seems to be in the middle of stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, you think after so long in the league that that kind of thing wouldn't bother him. And, you know, I don't think Lavolo was actually going after him specifically. It was more, you know, it, it was directed at the umpire, but Molina decided to take offense to it. So, you know, they, they kind of went out a little bit. And one game suspension, obviously, in the league's mind, it was serious enough for that. I didn't think it would be, I think. You know, there's things, those both may get overturned. The fine, you know, for Lavolo shows that he, you know, is obviously the, the bigger culprit in this situation. But, you know, it's just, it's, uh, anytime you have a little kerfuffle, I guess, like that, you're going to see guys get, you know, suspended and fined. And, you know, it wasn't anything serious. Nobody get hurt. So that's, you know, I guess what you can ask for. But yeah, if those suspensions get overturned, I would not be surprised at all on appeal. Uh, you you reference quickly about the uh, Yankees Red Sox. Uh, they play tonight. Uh, why why are Yankee fans all over John Carlos Stanton? Look, I know that he's had a couple of games where he has struck out four and five times, but he's also hit a couple of huge home runs. And I mean, and, and you just said it yourself. We're ten games in. Is is that just the nature of the beast when you show up in New York? It's the nature of the beast when you show up in New York. It's the nature of the beast when the Yankees fans are absolutely convinced that their team's going to win the World Series because they were one game away last year and you had an MVP. I guess it makes sense. You know, I don't think they ever considered that he possibly could struggle. I think people thought, you know, Stanton and Judge might have had 40 home runs total, maybe each by now, 10 games in, you know, based on you know opening day for Stanton. And, you know, they're never going to strike out. They're just going to be, you know, hitting bombs. So all the boroughs, I guess, in New York are not really ever, you know, showing any sign of being human. But you know what? You'd rather have a bad stretch in April than literally any other time during the season. And, you know, I think they're going to be just fine. My main concern with the Yankees is not those guys. You know, there are there is swing and miss potential. There is potential for, you know, them to be not the biggest average team, but a great home run team, especially in that ballpark. Concerns with their rotation. You know, obviously, there's some question marks there, and they didn't do a ton to address it over the winter. I think it's great for baseball when the Red Sox and Yankees are both really good. The Red Sox have been very, very good so far. Team seems to have, you know, obviously they've played the Rays, so that's, you know, can help anybody. But I think, you know, we'll see with some really great pitching matchups this, at this point of the season. Sale and Severino, Tanaka and Price tomorrow. So, you know, I obviously, it's, I grew up in Boston and Red Sox, Yankees when I was, you know, growing up in 03 and 04, that's the peak of baseball in my mind. And I think, you know, we haven't had the Red Sox and Yankees both be very good in about 10 years. If you look back at the standings, those teams haven't gone 1-2 in a division since, I believe, 0-9, 08, something like that. And, 
You know, that's just something lacking. There's not not as exciting when it's, you know, the, the Blue Jays and the Red Sox or the Orioles and the Yankees, stuff like that. So tonight, you know, it's just kind of this atmosphere around the Red Sox-Yankees you know, heading into this series that I don't think we've seen in a while. That's very exciting. I, you know, if Stanton is not happy with being booed in New York, he's heading into enemy territory tonight. And, you know, you're not in South Florida anymore. There's no Clevelander, <laughs> you know, bar lounge out in left field. It's a serious stuff. And, uh, you know, he knew what he was signing up for by leaving his no trade clause to go there. And here you go. Welcome to the fire. Looking forward to it. And uh should be a great one tonight. Great series. And always love it when the Yankees and Red Sox get together for the first time. Chris Cotello, you can find his work over at SB Nation and the MLB Daily Dish. Thanks for your time as always, Chris. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Chris Cotillo joining us here. We're due for a timeout. We'll come back. Kick it off the 5 o'clock hour. Jimmy B, get ready. we got to talk about your crappy NBA. We are down to a precious two days left. Well, we can just give yep. you a minute of time, and then we have to stretch it out a whole lot more. Jimmy B's crappy NBA Minute. It comes your way next year on Jimmy B and TC. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repairs, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens has your trusted favorites in cosmetics, skin care, and hair care. Plus new premium and exclusive beauty products. Stop by and find out what makes you feel beautiful. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. 
heavy, heavy rain this morning causing backed up traffic all the way to... Please remove all laptops and ladies. Folks, we're number nine on the list for takeoff, so settle in, keep those seatbelts fastened. What? Rise with that? Welcome to Weston. Travel can be disruptive to your well-being. That's why at Weston Hotels and Resorts, we have rejuvenating heavenly beds, a nutritious superfoods RX menu, and a workout gear lending program to help you stay in control and rise above it all. Weston, let's rise. Howdy, folks. It's me, Colonel Sanders. My KFC $20 fill-up includes a whole bucket of delicious Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, and four flaky biscuits for just $20. It'll feed four people. And it uh, comes with a free bucket. And every time you use that bucket, you'll be reminded of how delicious that meal was. Now that's value. KFC, it's finger-licking good. And participating KFCs for a limited time. Prices may vary. Tax extra. Extra charge for breast piece and side item substitution may apply. Offer includes eight-piece chicken, three large sides, four biscuits. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515 650 